Tuesday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And, you know, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but there's what? ice underneath all that snow. And there's going to be a lot of snow I on top of that ice. Just spent $50 on ice melt. That's oh, did you? not going to destroy the environment. Oh, yeah. So, well, hopefully it's doing its job and it'll melt the ice underneath all the snow that now you'll have to shovel. And, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but last week we were in the middle of the polar vortex. And so we were experiencing very, very unusually low temperatures. Not sunny. I mean, and you're right. So, but it's getting sunnier, you know. Each passing day. Is it though? Uh, is it? No, I mean, what I mean is that the days are getting longer. How about that? It's oh. staying lighter later. Wow, it's cold out longer. Okay, so did you see that there was this Onion article that was being passed around last week when we were in the depths of our cold? Um, this was the headline. Minnesota resident thinking of finally packing it all up and moving someplace warm like Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Kind of true though. But then I thought about it. And I was like, we could, we could just pack up and move places, Florida. but we don't Hawaii, but we don't. No. It's expensive. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Hello, Eeyore. I mean, look outside. But we stay here. It's so miserable. But there's got to be a reason why we're still here. Why are we still here? Well, I think there's a thing that Minnesotans have, which is just a resigned, uh, a, a, a resign, resigning. What's the word to mm. fate? We accept our place in the world. We realize that, you know, I mean, we stayed for a reason. Yes. And that reason is because we're resilient. And the reason is because, see, I like to turn it into like a positive thing. I like to think. Wow. What did you drink for coffee this morning? Happiness. Whiskey. Happiness. I like to think we do this. To earn all the good days that we get later in the summertime when it's nice and beautiful outside. We do this. We sit through this madness because we are hardy folk. We are resilient people. Or is that just what we tell ourselves? In order to... To survive. Mm -hmm. But don't you kind of feel like a total bad butt? Like, don't you feel... Like, don't you want to say to like our friends, I don't, they're not our friends, but like the people <laughs> in the really nice, you know, weather places, don't you just want to be like, ha ha, we're surviving this and yeah. we're great and we're happy. I think there are definitely reasons that uh, I'm still here. I mean, I'm not from here. And so you ask yourself, why are you here? Your family's not here. Yeah. Like you came here and you stayed here. Yeah. What are you trying to do right now? I'm asking you seriously. Are you trying to feel better about your choices in life and why you stayed? Because we need to bolster and buoy our spirits in order to maintain and survive. I guess I'm trying. I'm on a fact finding mission here. Okay. I like because I want to understand because everybody I will tell because we act like we don't have a choice. Right. Like we act like we're like all winter. But we have a choice. We don't have to stay here, but we do. Do you? You seem very earnest, but I'm I'm being serious now. Oh, I am too. 
my question is, yeah. do you want the truth? Yes. Can you handle the truth? I think I Because can. I will say, Holly, too, you are of the breed uh, that I am. Well, you have more of a reason to be here because your parents forced you to be here. Yeah, they but, forced me to be here. But That's you true. came back, well, which is even creepier because your parents weren't from here. No. And then they came here and then you left and instead of staying gone, and by the way, you were gone in Southern California. True. You in came one of back. those places. Now, I was in one of the, think I could about see this. the beach from my house. I came from the South, and I know a lot of Minnesotans will do this thing where they're like, oh, the South, you're so backward and all these things. And it was pretty good. I, I will be quite honest with you. But I came and I stayed. Mm-hmm. Now, my family has moved even further South. They are in Florida. Mm-hmm. And it's not the part of florida that we read about crazy stupid idiots yeah it's a quiet nice and beautiful part of florida mm-hmm. where smart people are and i ask myself routinely why are you still here why yes. yeah so you what's the your truth? answer yeah well, part no, of it is honestly just that's this is where i am and now my family is here and by that i mean jamie is here and my friends are here you are here this job is here like there are some realities of why I'm here. Would I love at the drop of a hat to somebody go, I'm going to replace your life and move you to beautiful Naples, Florida. Okay. That sounds awesome. Uh, someday I would like to live in a warm place, but my life is here. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm here. And you'll put up with the snow. Yeah. But I, but that doesn't make the snow any less snowy or the ice any less icy. I don't buy into this whole narrative that we try to fool ourselves into thinking that we're somehow special and you know, more capable of handling the the elements because I don't buy that on any on any particular day. I feel like it's miserable. But I will say I think there is something beautiful about the city that I live in. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect I say this all the time to people when we go other places, that it's the perfect size. Mm-hmm. It's a big city. It's a little bit of big city, a little bit of small town. Mm-hmm. It's a very beautiful, like that's true, mm-hmm. right? On a day like today. Mm-hmm. Is it beautiful? I don't know. I think it's beautiful if you can be inside and you don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but the dread of knowing that I'm going to have to go outside tonight overcomes what might look pretty out the window. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I'm saying is there are real reasons that I'm here and I'm grateful for those reasons. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. I love um, the city for all of the like those, you know, sort of touristy experience, uh, reasons that people give the lakes and the parks and all of those things. But I think at the end of the day, it's, this is just where my family is and this is where I'm at. It's just so, where you are. And I, I'm fine with it. I like it enough. I mean, you go anywhere and you're going to complain about something. This is You true. go to Florida, you're going to complain about hurricanes. You go to California, you're going to play, uh, complain about earthquakes, wildfires, and just vapid shallowness. And the fact that nobody has their original parts. Yeah. So I think you can bitch about anywhere you are. You can also appreciate anywhere you are, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Rachel. Rachel's on the line. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Rachel, why, oh, she's excited why to be are you, why, Yeah, why are you here? Well, okay, so I've moved to a couple other states, and honestly, Minnesota, like, the people are really awesome. They're so much nicer and, like, more helpful than a lot of other states, which is always good. But, like, we have really good health care and education, too, for all of our kids. <laughs> Sell it. You sound like you're really confident Rachel, in your hilarious. answers, Rachel. That sounded like a question mark at the end. <laughs> well, 
I just, I kind of like thought halfway through and realized that like you are the one with kids and Bradley doesn't have any. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're funny. No, you know what? And like, I don't know how you feel about the, does the weather change your feelings about Minnesota, Rachel? Well, okay. The ice does. I don't mind. I honestly don't mind the cold and the snow. I think the snow is beautiful. Yeah. But yeah. ice kind of bums me out. Right. The, the danger of it, like the dangerous yeah. ice is frightening and it's not oh, yeah. fun. Like, I've fallen three times today already, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Rachel, thank you for Stay your call. Stay safe, Rachel. Um, Colleen, I yeah. ask you, um, you as somebody who's lived here, it would be very easy to say, well, you've always been from here. Why would you go anywhere else? Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems like an obvious answer, but... Are there other reasons you feel like you're here? I mean, like, first of all, I appreciate the thing I love about Minnesota is that you get four seasons. Two of them feel longer. You really get two. I know. And that's the problem. That's my like my biggest complaint. You get hot and cold. But you get the four seasons and you get all the other things of Minnesota, which, you know, so it's like the combination of all of the things. Right. So it's all the things you mentioned, the parks. The, you know, it's a, it just, the land is beautiful. The city is beautiful. The people, I do love the people. My family is here. This is where I grew up. This is where I have history. I know the city better than I know any other place. Um, I know the state better than I know any other place. I think it's good that we're asking this question and I think it probably can go a little deeper because I really do think it's more I'm I just say this as somebody who has lived other places. I think you can be happy with the weather anywhere. Like if you were for you know like if you had a job opportunity in Texas, let's say and you moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. I bet you very quickly would be one of those people who's like I love this about the weather, I don't like this, I wish this would change. Um but it, it's got to be more than that, right? Because we can kind of see ourselves living in all sorts of places. So I really do feel like when I, when I, um, you know, try to answer that question, why are you still here? I think it's got to be more than just like the trimmings. There's got to be something underneath right. that. It and I think it's probably personal. You. you know, it's probably very personal. Like this is where, again, where my family is. Mm-hmm. This is where your family is. This mm-hmm. is where you're ex- uh, extended fam- well not your extended but your mom and your mm-hmm. um and your relatives are so that keeps you here mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's where i'm raising my children i mean it's where i have roots i have deep deep roots here yeah um yeah i don't know it's uh, but i i just have been thinking about that a lot because the truth is wherever you are you always have the choice to go somewhere else whether you think you do or not you really do have the choice to make a change in the place where you are living um, and we forget that sometimes. I mean, if you can, yeah. I mean, for the most part, yeah. it, it yes, for the most part, you have a choice in where you you are in your life. And so, if I mean, there, I could, in theory, be able to pick up and move. I would there would there would be obviously logistical issues with that. Yeah, but I could pick up and go. Well, and here's something I have noticed too: is that over the years that I've been here, people will leave Minnesota. And then they uh, they will very often come back. Yes. And I will say that is a difference than other places that I have lived mm-hmm. where people, you know, they go and then they stay. I do think I've I've known a number of people who've moved to the West Coast, for example, and then eventually moved back. Yeah. See, it's a unique place. OK, we have to uh, I, w- I would love to continue to talk about this because I do think we have a very unique state to live in. But 
Um, we've got Elizabeth Reese coming in and with all the dirt from Hollywood, somewhere where I could not see myself living, uh, with a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt from Hollywood with the Hi, dirt friends. Hello. Hey, lady. This microphone is cooperating. Okay, I'm fine. Hi. I'm going to use my muscles a little bit. I wonder how Bridget Moynihan feels about every single time Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, their relationship which ended, side note, like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. is then re-examined by the tabloid press. I mean, the headline from Us Weekly at the top of their page today is look back at Tom Brady and Bridget Moynihan's rocky relationship. Oh, so annoying. It just always gets back to that. And I'm sure she's just like, can you stop winning the Super Bowl already yeah. so we don't have to see these photos of us posted all over the place? You'll remember, um, <laughs> because it is a headline, I'll share some with you. Those two were together for two years they broke up in late 2006 shortly after they split tom brady started seeing giselle bunchen Mm -hmm. and then within a matter of weeks they learned that bridget was pregnant with tom brady's child and giselle wrote about it in her book so that kind of was talked about then again because she talked about two months into dating tom brady and feeling like so in love and this is so amazing they find out that his ex-girlfriend is pregnant and it's like well what do we do now Mm -hmm. um Bridget Moynihan did talk about it a little bit. Uh, She said, I'm not sure anyone, and I could be wrong in this, grows up thinking, I want to be a single mom. When you're suddenly pregnant and no one is standing by your side, even if you're in your 30s, it's a hard conversation. She said, for a moment, it was hard for me to accept that this was the way I was going to have a family. She said um, she started sobbing when she came home alone from the hospital with her son. Oh, That's a sad thing. Yeah, it is. Tom Brady did go to the hospital, side note, and he was there the day after, but... You know, it was just she was going home alone, but she was going home alone with a baby. Mm. Um, And she did. She has said about Tom Brady in the past. There's no reason why my son years down the line would need to read anything personal about his mother or father. Um, And then you'll recall that Giselle made quite a few headlines in 2009 when she said she feels like John, who is Bridget and Tom's child, is 100 percent her child. Yeah. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
And that Ew. looked like it was really like crossing this stepmother line that should not yeah. be crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was probably just trying to say that she, you know, yeah. feels like a mother to this child but, and yeah. wants this child to know. There were reports that then Bridget was upset by Giselle's comments. Oh, God. People. Boy, that's hard because, oh, I yeah. I mean, I feel for everybody in that piece of the story because, again, there's a lot of things at play, right? There's, first of all, two really public figures. Yeah. And then, you know, a public relationship and a public story. Mm -hmm. And then Giselle, you know, trying to be loving toward a child that was not biologically hers. Mm -hmm. And she also has sometimes a unique way of turning phrases. She's a little bit of like a Gwyneth Paltrow um the way that people take yeah. what she says they're, isn't always taken the way. Yeah. They're very, very well. Paltrow-y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? The, I know this is going to sound dumb and naive, but I don't care, whatever. Why mm-hmm. do they need to, like, why do they need to say anything about their family? I mean, people ask. And then, you know, what some you of it is like, it's none of your business. well, I think some of it is there, you know, like Tom Brady is holding his daughter as he's accepting the Super Bowl trophy. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's just sort of part of the gig. I don't think they're necessarily volunteering it. Now, that being said, Giselle is on the opposite end because she wrote a book. And so mm-hmm. then it's like fair game because she wrote a book about it. And, yeah. and she talked about it. I'm not saying there, that you shouldn't. I'm just saying like, what if, you know, yeah. thought experiment. It's you just didn't talk about well, it. Well, that's true. But it is a very relatable situation. I mean, how many people listening right now can relate right. to the fact that maybe they're raising a child that isn't biologically theirs or they're dealing with a relationship with an ex with children, it's like half the people at the grocery store. Right. You know, so right. it's definitely a relatable situation. And it is something that people don't talk about as openly um, as I know, as as you do about your biological children. Right. And talking about that dynamic, I think, is important. And the more you see families saying, hey, we're really fortunate that this child is loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. But boy, that's a hard thing. I mean, listen, like that. I can't even imagine that idea mm-hmm. of having another like mother figure in my child's mm-hmm. life. I don't know if I'm a big enough person to be like, that's great. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a small person who would be like, that's my you baby. You should watch the second season. <laughs> I just started last night, the second season of Dr. Foster, which is a great series on um, Netflix. Ooh, the first one, that. like if it's this woman, she finds out her husband's been cheating on her for like years and all their friends have been lying about it. And, so basically, she take she take the the rest of the series is her taking revenge on everybody, and it's delightful. If you've ever wanted to like burn something down, it'll just scratch that itch. Oh, great! The second season, he basically the husband is trying to steal her son away from her, and and there's a lot of that sort of like stepmother, you know, like um, why don't you come live with us kind oh, of stuff. Man, and again, she's gonna like burn everything to the ground, and I can't wait. Remember the movie Stepmom with Susan Sarandon and Julia Roberts? No. Oh my gosh. First of all, Julia Roberts drives the coolest old uh, forest green Land Rover ever. Sweet. In that movie. And then also, it will make you sob hysterically until you can no longer breathe. Gosh. Okay. I didn't think I had seen it, but now that you just said that, yes, I feel like you I have. did. You totally I feel seen like it. I did see it. And you cried. And I probably did. I did briefly mention Gwyneth Paltrow, and so I'll tell you um, a little headline about her today. Her mom, Blythe Danner, loves being a grandma, and she says the kids get enough rules at home. <laughs> oh, so she likes to be the good fun on grandma. You, grandma. That the truth. I think that's fun. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow has a younger brother, Jake, and so Jake has two kids of his own, too. She was asked if she's a doting grandmother, and she says they have enough rules at home. 
So I try to be the Auntie Mame, although I'm not quite that fun. Mm, I love that. I love Blythe Danner. She's great. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese, You're for that great, lovely dirt alert. Thank you. What's that show called again, Bradley? Dr. Foster. Dr. Foster. On Netflix. Thank you. All right. When we come back, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We are going to give you 30 seconds, right? Is that what, how many seconds? Yeah, to answer five. It's called the 30-second pop culture five challenge. Five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you will win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We just lost our contestant. Oh, no. I think that the snow. Is she okay? I think she maybe fell into a snowdrift. Oh, no. 651-641-1071. We do need another caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Is there someone on the phone today? There is someone calling, but we haven't answered that call yet. We are working on it, and we don't know their name. Woo-hoo. Is it still snowing, by the way? Mm. Be well, safe out there, because I almost died about six times yesterday. Really? Oh, my God. It People don't... Oh, I don't even get me started. Don't even get I'm me started. going to try not to. I... We'll tell you, uh, yes, it is still snowing. Okay. I, I was having a difficult time answering that because there's a lot of uh, chimney smoke that's in the way. Oh. But anyway. Chim uh, chimney. I do know chimney. who our caller is now. Oh, who is it? We were just ma- we were just chit-chatting and making some conversation while we waited for our caller to be yeah, ready. of course. Oh, chit-chat. Katie's on the line. And Hi, Katie's Katie. going to play today. Hi, Katie. I'm very good. I pulled over because I'm driving around White uh, Bear Lake. Yes. And then I started sliding. Okay, better to be at a complete stop. (laughs) Yes. Now, what is Katie playing for today? Holly, do you have an idea? She's playing for a pair of passes to the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show, February 8th through the 10th. Wow, Katie. All right, the timer is going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Tyra Banks co-created what reality competition series? America's Next Top Model. Where does Big Bird live? On Sesame Street. KKW Beauty is the makeup brand of which celebrity? Oh, I'm going to guess Kylie Jenner? No, KKW. KKW? No idea. Like a Virgin is an album and song by which singer? Madonna. Rumor, Tallulah, and Scout are the children of which celebrity? Oh, Bruce. Willis and Jimmy Moore. And KKW Beauty. It's her initials. Come on, do it. KKWB. You were close. Kim Kardashian. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. You won. won. Katie, good job. You have been studying your pop culture. I have. Way to go. Congratulations and enjoy. (laughs) Enjoy the golf show. Have a great day, Katie. Balls everywhere. Congratulations on your big win. Uh, That's the 30-second pop culture challenge. We do play that every single day right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Uh, And you can play again tomorrow. You can try your hand at winning. And now that we've played that game, we can move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. little hot goss Mm. for your cold Tuesday Mm -hmm. afternoon. Warm up by the fire with this scintillating blind item. 
I guess they have reached bottom because this four, former A-minus list really bad actress turned reality star, who we all know is talking sex tape. Yes, it would probably make some money, but I'm not sure that it is something that is going to be high on the list of want-to-see celebrity sex tapes. Mm. So again, think of a former A-minus list really bad actress turned reality star. I'm going to say Lindsay Lohan. My bu- mm. my buzzer's not working, but I'm going to give you a buzz. Oh, Thank you. There oh, it is. Okay, mm-hmm. then. All righty. Now, think about this person. Mm-hmm. Again, A minus, former A minus list, really bad actress turned reality star. And we definitely know this person's name. A list name recognition. Okay. Well, yeah. And it wouldn't be Lindsay because I feel like people would actually want to see that. Um, yeah. So that means, is, is this person a troll? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Mm. I don't think they're a noted beauty. However, they're not a noted troll. Okay. Oh, okay. So mid-range, but definitely a name that we know. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Tori Spelling. Ew. You know, and I bet it's a fake one, but go on, read the thing. All right. I guess they have reached bottom because Tori Spelling is talking sex tape. Yes, it would probably make some money, but I'm not sure that a sex tape of Tori Spelling is going to be high on the list of want to see celebrity sex tapes. Tori and Dean? Well, you would think. Mm. Or Tori. No, okay. Uh, Dean and Tori. What? Um, Dean. Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean sausage. I mean product placement. Nine oh two one oh. No. <laughs> Bernie Hanna <laughs> gives new meaning. Uh, oh, okay, wow. so Tori, get that checked. Tori Yikes. Spelling has a sex tape. Well, it's a I, she's about ten years behind in the uh, sex tape department. That's interesting. I wonder if she would do like a solo thing. You know, okay. that's. I'm just saying that's a thing that's happened in sex tapes it's true it's very true wow. you never I, see male celebrity solo adult films it's always the female celebrities what is that all and by about? that i mean not actual celebrities so i take that back because the ones that i'm thinking about are like teen mom octo mom octo mom mm-hmm. mm. not tan mom thank god didn't courtney Stodden do Yet. a solo one i feel like she did a solo there thing might have been a rumor but there's never a like published are you a hundred percent sure about that? I think I'm I might have to do ninety-nine percent sure. I think I have to do research it. on that. Okay, uh, okay, I can't talk about Tori Spelling doing a sex tape any longer. All right. Oh God. Thanks. So we'll move on to our next little bit of gossip. And this blind item, listen carefully, Colleen and Bradley, to the following. Apparently, this streaming service has decided that if it is okay to launder money, then hey. What is wrong with also making sure people listen to horrible medical and health advice that oh, could God. kill them, which is what they are doing by allowing plat- uh, allowing a platform for the actress turned quack. So a streaming service and an actress turned quack. It's going to be Netflix and what is Paltrow? <laughs> and we'll be talking about it. Oh, no. Are we talking about it? Not today. today. Okay. No, but we will. Let me fill in the blanks for you. So apparently Netflix has decided that if it's okay to launder money, then hey, what's wrong with also making sure people listen to Gwyneth Paltrow and her new Goop show? Ugh. I am so frustrated over this show. Not because they're... Uh, yeah, yeah. Contempt prior to investigation is generally not a good idea. However, I think we know at this point that anything that Gwyneth Paltrow touches is going to be full of lies. And she's going to be making money off of those lies. Yeah. 
But I'm going to hate watch those lies. I might hate watch an episode, but I feel like we just know exactly what it's going to be. And it's probably not even going to be that good. It's going to be like her. It's alleged. Well, anyway, it's it's going to be crap. Is it? I don't know enough about the format. Is it going to be like an Oprah style format or is it like? Uh, According to the article that I read, she is going to be aside some other individual that is a person in her business and they will be like the co-hosts. And I imagine it'll be very much like, you know, sort of there's going to be a little bit of fat, salt, grease, Mm. sugar, whatever that show was called, Um, where it's like sort of like travel log meets like aesthetic orgasm meets fake science. Okay. So it'll be like her, like, you know, in Venice talking to, you know, Gianni who created a line of stickers that cure cancer. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're putting that in loose quotes. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do a a small confirmed blind item, meaning the identity of the subject of this blind item has been revealed. It's just one sentence Mm. because, you know, brevity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In case you're into that. I'm into brevity. Apparently, the disgraced producer is trying to sell a documentary about himself told completely from his point of view. Oh, Harvey? Harvey Weinstein? Yes, allegedly there was a Weinstein documentary being shopped around the Sundance Film Festival. I mean, who wants to... What even is his... Yeah, I mean, I would... I kind of am curious enough to want to know what the heck he's trying to peddle. Or like what he's pushing is his side of the story yeah you it know just what i seems mean very yeah. scientology north korea <laughs> yeah it's so true i mean <laughs> no yeah we don't want that no. Mm-hmm. no i didn't ask for it i don't want it i'm not even no well speaking of uh disgraced disgraced uh producers directors <laughs> etc yeah uh we gotta talk about brian singer oof because and why we're not talking about it? Exactly. Enough? Exactly. We're going to do just that after this on My Talk 1071. Well, the latest story that broke just before the Golden Globes, courtesy of The Atlantic, uh, was a story that we anticipated for a very long time about Brian Singer and a number of men coming forward and saying that when they were younger, uh, that they had been sexually assaulted at the hands of Brian Singer. And we wondered at the time if we would continue to hear that story gather steam and be spoken about. And it has shown to not have done so. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. So uh, I've been listening to Crazy Days and Nights podcast, uh, NT Lawyer, and he did a um, an episode on Brian Singer, and he does it with the guy who did the film. Remember that film, Open Secret, which, by the way, I have not seen. It's a documentary. Oh, no, I haven't seen Holly, that. Holly, you know the... Have you seen it? I've watched the you first watched half of bit. it, and I will say that the documentary is available on YouTube. Oh, good. Um, and he, uh, NT Lawyer, has been having a conversation with him on his podcast about the open secret, which is Brian Singer. And, you know, they, they discuss kind of some like, 
it's it's a little inside baseball-y, so I'm not going to say you need to rush out and hear it because you've got two people who are sort of have their ears to the ground and they've got a lot of sources who are talking about things and they talk very much about, you know, why certain publications are talking about it and certain other ones are not talking about it and what has prevented um, certain media outlets from dealing with it. You know, there was this whole question about why the Atlantic picked up the story after GQ put it down. Mm -hmm. And that has something to do allegedly with the amount of money that somebody owns in a particular company, blah, blah, blah. You don't care. But there are a bunch of other like things to talk about why people aren't talking about it. Right. So as I was listening to that, it just begs the question, this guy has had allegations of sexual misconduct and just terrible inappropriateness in the workplace since nine since the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to go to his Wikipedia page, you can see the allegations laid out in a timeline. And, it, you know, there are allegations going back to the 90s, then the 2000s, 2014, 2017, now the 2019 allegations. And it begs the question, why? Why are we not talking about yeah, it? Yeah, here is a yeah. guy who has been accused of, uh, okay, I, I just think of like Al Franken. Al mm-hmm. Franken, sitting U.S. Senator, accused of inappropriate uh, behavior, mm-hmm. not even sexual assault, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't think. Uh, inappropriate, lewd, bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Was forced out of his job as a sitting U.S. senator who'd been elected by the majority of his constituents. He was done for all intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. And that was within a span of a couple months from the allegations coming to light. And here you have one of the most powerful people in Hollywood who's been able to continue and has defenders in high places, speaking out publicly on his behalf as early as or as late as this week. Yeah. Who has not been held to account. And while certainly people have been talking about it. Sure. It has not had a profound effect on his on his career uh, ability to to do his job. Yeah. He's still he's on the payroll for like, what, 10 million dollars for a project, an upcoming project. And uh, the head of that project has said, yeah, no, he's still we're going forward with it. Full steam ahead. Uh, he'll still be making that money. And to your point, Bradley, you're right. It's the that people are talking about it, but they aren't the people that matter in terms of making an impact on his career because he can still make money in Hollywood for the people who are earning the money. Yeah, it's the people underneath who are who have who have no decision making power all that said it's like we do though right like we do have decision making power yeah because we're the consumers yeah but it's but that would require all of us to get on the same page yeah which is just a sort of like a ham-handed or backward sounding way of doing things like normally you know i mean just just name the people whose careers have evaporated in an instant, right or wrong, justified or not, mm-hmm. mostly justified as far as I'm concerned. And I'm sure you would agree when you say names like Roseanne, when you say names like Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. when you say names like Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. like these all 
you know, we like understand. That. Yeah. And and you can disagree with them, but you understand sort of how this all went down. And in a pragmatic way, you're like, well, no company wants to tie themselves and constantly have this storyline brought up. So you may call them shallow or superficial for doing it, but at least you can understand their rationale for not wanting to constantly have disgusting, controversial stories brought up in defense of a person that they're working with. Right. So right. then why Brian Singer? That's the thing that I don't understand unless it's, is it because he's gay, which I know sounds weird to say, but when you think about it, like he's used and other people have used this sort of thing like like it's because this is not about him being attracted to men. This is him being attracted to children. Yeah. Honestly. Yes. Underage boys. Yes. I mean, some of his victims, uh, well, I mean, the very first victim that's outlined in the... Um, in the article in the Atlantic, I believe was 14 at the time that he was sexually assaulted by Brian Singer, mm-hmm. 14 years old. That's a child. Uh, and you really get a, a feel from his story of the elaborate um, grooming methods that Brian Singer used. And he could leverage it because he was able to make people he had he had star power in Hollywood. He could say, I, I want to put you in a movie and that was attractive to a young 14-year-old, of course. And then they didn't know what world they were getting into. And so he could manipulate things in such ways that they wouldn't know that it wasn't normal to be put in this area on set alone. And then he would come into the room and he would have his way with them. And the shame that that brought on. I mean, you he, you're right. It's about children that he was victimizing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, I think it all has everything to do with the fact that he's still a commodity. He yeah. can still well, make money. And it's even more disturbing when you think of the fact, um, and Holly, you know, jump in, but like the fact that it is children versus say, I mean, I just think again about like Harvey Weinstein, he did horrible things and he essentially raped women, which is, you know, I, I'm not trying to under, I'm not trying to do apples to apples or like compare, compare things, but, mm-hmm. but in a way I would say like in my list of the dangers of a person to society, a person who, you know, preys on children is at the top. Mm-hmm. So therefore you would want to be focusing your energy on removing that threat from the job, you know what I'm saying? You would want to remove that person from a place where he could continue to do that kind of damage. Yes. At the very least. Mm -hmm. I think with Brian Singer and it's just speculation totally on my part is that the difference between Brian Singer and people like maybe Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein is that there is a network of people involved in the Brian Singer allegations that are power players in Hollywood and nobody is willing to put themselves out there too. Because they don't want to be associated with it. Because they don't want to be associated with it. Maybe they went along with Mm -hmm. this stuff. Maybe they were complicit in it. Maybe they actually participated in some Mm -hmm. of these things too. So I think there's a power network involved perhaps in Brian Singer in a way that Bill Cosby, he had the same power network but that power network was active 30 years ago. Right. So there was like a breakdown so in that. A, so there yeah. was a breakdown, a natural aging of that network of uh, protection of mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. And mm-hmm. it's very much active because, you know, if you read, you were talking about listening to crazydaysandnights.net, Bradley, the podcast, well, on the blog, a lot of, there's a lot of implication that, you know, there's a lot of people in Hollywood, big Hollywood names that would also 
the dominoes would then fall and people are so protecting themselves. Perhaps, well, like all things and like every good Netflix drama, it ends up having to do a lot more with people's own investment in investment mm-hmm. in protecting their own Ugh. selves. Okay, I hate that we're going. So sorry. I hate that we're going to go from that gross story to another kind of difficult story to talk about. Um, But we have to talk about Liam Neeson because he is in the headlines, Mm -hmm. and the headlines are pretty narrow versus the big story. We're going to talk about the big story after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.